You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Anong handa niyo ngayong Pasko? It's the most important feast of the year for us Filipinos. At bawat taon, may mga items sa menu na paulit-ulit. Spaghetti, hamon, keso, fruit salad, hot chocolate. But actually, none of this is traditional Filipino food. And sa totoo lang, so much of what we call traditional is shaped by the produce we import. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka. In this episode, let's find out how dishes like pares, sisig, and lechon kawali came to be. First, let me tell you about a community in Batad, Ifugao Province. For over a decade now, world heritage and food culture expert Raymond Makapagal has been working to restore houses and develop tourism in the rice terraces in the Cordilleras. Napansin ko sa mga kasalan, wala talagang invitation. Lahat na makapunta doon, pwedeng jumoin. Lahat na mapadaan. Yung mga turista pwedeng pumunta at pwedeng makikain. Wala talagang catering. And the party is actually a communal effort. Kapag magagawa ka ng isang piging sa batad, ang tutulong sa'yo yung mga kapitbahay mo at mga kamag-anak mo. Mr. Makapagal recalled his observations in a recent lecture. It was hosted by the Folklore Studies Program of the University of the Philippines College of Social Sciences and Philosophy. In Batad, it is the men who cook. They also care for the children, while it is the women who plant rice in the fields. Mr. Makapagal calls it one of the most important anthropological examples of gender equality. The villagers of Batad drink lipog, which is a kind of wine made of sticky rice that's aged and fermented in a ceramic jar. Tayo, mga lowlanders, ang alam natin, iinom ka pagkatapos mo kumain para hindi ka malasing kaagad. Sa kanila, ang gusto nilang time uminom, yung wala pang laman yung chan mo, no? para ma-feel mo kaagad yung alcohol. So, kakain lang sila after nila uminom. No, kapag lasing na lasing na yun, kakain na sila. As for pulutan, they don't eat fried or grilled stuff. Kailangan sabaw. Pinait is a wet fermented pork that's boiled with munggo. At hindi kailangan ng tanggero kapag may inuman. Kasi nakakainip para sa kanila na parang bakit kahit pa ng tao iikot pa yung on? Eh what if ayaw uminom na itong Tagalog na to? Like bahala na sila kumuha. Walang pipigil sa'yo sa pag-iinom no? at walang maninirit sa'yo na kung ayaw mong uminom. This may all sound foreign or even strange to us Filipinos who live in the cities today. Pero actually, totoo naman na marami nang nagbago sa kinakain natin ngayon. Here's Chef Ginny Villar speaking at the same event. She does research on indigenous produce and Filipino historical cuisine. Maraming pagkain na hindi na kinakain ngayon, comparing it with other Southeast Asian countries. Like, 
if you go to Thailand na, no? hindi masyadong patok doon yung fast food. The same with Vietnam, di ba, yung pagkain nila, no? Even Indonesia. Tapos, if you go to the groceries, yung items nila, yung local items, nasa harapan. Yung mga important, andun sa dulo, doon sa madilim na part ng groceries sa sublok. There is also a concerted effort doon sa government to support it because they realize na ang pagkain nila, importante, of course, for food security, no? Pero pangalawa, yung pag-promote nila na hindi nila pinababayaan yung local sila, which is something that is really sad kasi sa atin, instead na mag-produce tayo, parang na-encourage na mag-import kasi mas mura, mas madaling pera. You know, all this fantastic food that comes out of Thailand, we have all the ingredients for that. Gabi lang yan, eh. Di ba? Kamote lang yan, eh. Pero may investment ng gobyerno nila. At iba na rin ang kinakain natin ngayon dahil sa foreign influences. This influx of products that come in abroad that change your taste. Andiyan din yung Filipino diaspora. Yung mga nanggaling sa Japan, magbubukas ng restaurant dito. Andiyan na yung mga nanggaling sa Saudi noong 70s, nung things were being constructed. Tapos lahat yan dala-dala dito. Mr. Makapagal has seen this influx of products that Chef Ginny mentioned firsthand. Dahil meron kaming tindahan sa palengke and tumutulong ako magpatakbo noon, no? At nakita ko talaga kung paano nasa-shape nung mga imports natin, yung mga imported na karne. As in box-box, so neto nilada talaga siyang mga imported na karne. Yung mga pagkain na, na sinuserve, so kunwari, usong-usong ngayon yung, di ba, yung mga pares. Yun, yung parang Swiss beef stew na mga chop-chop pieces of ano. Kasi biglang dumagsa yung super-duper murang mga off-cuts ng mga karne na galing sa abroad. Yung mga tinastas na mga karne nung baka, galing sa mukha niya, nilagay sa isang box, tapos pira-pira sa siya. Ayan, hindi mo naman pwede gawing steak yan. Ayan, gawin mong pares. What arrives in the market may influence our taste and even change what we eat. For example, ang karne yung tinutukoy dito ay frozen at matagal nang nasa biyahe. So, pagdating niya sa Pilipinas, wala na siyang lasa at kailangan siyang bahain ng seasoning kapag niluto na. Instead of serving viands cooked in a light broth, what you get are the likes of adobo, sisig, dinakdakan, and lechon kawali. Makikita mo talaga kung paano pwedeng ishape ng imported meat na mas mura at mas abot kaya yung panglasa ng mga Pilipino. And that's very recent. Historically, however, we are a fish and rice-eating people. Whether poor or rich, Filipinos get their protein from fish. Pero dahil nagmahal na nga ang seafood, karne na ang kinakain natin ngayon. Sabi nga ni Chef Ginny, artificial ang disposition natin towards meat. Eto ulit si Mr. Makapagal. Pagkinigan mo kunwari yung, yung experience pa sa batad, sa mga handaang tulad ng mga ritual na yon, walang sinaserve na gulay. Talagang yung baboy lang na pinakuloan o yung marap na pinakuloan sa yung sabaw niya. Tapos meron ding mga prohibitions. No? So kunwari, yung mga mumbai na yon kapag nag-ritual sila, pinagbabawalan silang kumain ng gulay, lalo na yung mga gumagapang na gulay. Kaya ganito to sa mga ritual na yon mga piging na yon dahil nga very rare yung karne doon. Most of the time, kumakain sila ng gulay. Parang special yung karne para sa kanila. So siguro na-translate na rin yon dun sa pagkain natin. No? Na dati, gulay yung kinakain natin everyday tapos special yung karne tapos ngayon na na-industrialized na yung production ng karne naging mas mura siya talagang mas naging accessible yung karne and of course the way food has been engineered parang napo-push na yung ating mga evolutionary buttons no na i-crave sila and 
it becomes this cycle. But Chef Jenny urges us to take pride in our traditional food, but to do so begins with learning more about it. For example, alam niyo ba na ang kalumpit ay hindi lang munisipyo sa Bulacan? It's actually the Philippine cherry. But in Chef Jenny's experience, pinuputol lang ang mga punong ito kasi hindi natin siya na-appreciate. Filipino food, she says, isn't just limited to the 10 to 20 dishes we recycle every day for the rest of our lives. There's so much to discover just by traveling or by looking at the source, from the forest or the sea, or even by looking to the past. To know our food is also to ourselves because when you know your food, malalaman mo kung galing, ma-appreciate mo, and it makes you all so proud that you're a Filipino. Food is one way. It's a great purveyor of culture. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Nina Toralba. Kung bitin kayo and you want more food content, check out another Puma Podcast show. That's WhatsApp, Araling Panlipunan Rebooted. Hanapin nyo lang ang The Chocolate Episode, where our hosts Sab Schnabel and Siege Tantenko talk about Filipinos' love affair with chocolate. And they answer where our local industry is headed. Follow Teka Teka, Puma Podcast, and WhatsApp, Araling Panlipunan Rebooted on your favorite podcast app. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.